the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. And sometimes we miss our blessings because we're not in the right position because we allow people, places, or things to get on our nerves and then we get out of position. What Elisha understood was as long as he has breath in his body, I know what God told me. I will not leave you. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousin. God is doing something Today, part three is entitled, We Must Ask Courageously. If you were not, were not here for part one, part one was, you better ask, and it came from Matthew 7 and 7. It'll be on the screen for you, because I always want to make a proper foundation before I build on it. Matthew 7, 7 says this, keep, ask and keep on asking, amen, and it'll be given to you, seek and keep on seeking, and you will find, knock, and keep on knocking, and the door will be open unto you. The, the common denominator is keep on, keep on, keep on, keep on. We must not allow negativity to stop us from keeping on. Amen. Then part two was persistence wears down resistance. This is from Luke chapter 18 and verse 1. It says this, now Jesus was telling the disciples a parable. To make the point that at all times they ought to pray and not give up and lose heart. Okay, question. When are you supposed to lose heart? Oh, I'm going to side. When are you supposed to lose heart? Okay. So how, so how often should we pray? Is that good times? Bad times? Money funny. Change strange. Wife tripping? Husband tripping? Kids tripping? Okay, well, praise God. I figure you might get, you got that one. And today, part three, we must ask courageously. <laughs> Let me read you a quick story before I get in this word. Among those in the great court of Alexander the Great was a philosopher of outstanding ability but little money. He asked Alexander for financial help and was told to draw whatever he needed from the imperial treasury. But when the man requested an amount equal to $50,000, he was refused by the treasurer needing to verify that such a large sum was authorized. When he asked, Alexander the ruler replied, pay the money at once. The philosopher has done me the single highest honor. By the largeness of his request, he shows that he understands my wealth and my generosity. So many times we ask for the small stuff and never for the big stuff. Billy Graham said this, heaven is full of answers to prayers for which no one has bothered to ask. 
Have you stopped dreaming? Have you stopped believing? I remember, y'all, uh, my mama was in a two-bedroom apartment in uh, Silver Spring, Maryland. It was uh, in Piney Branch Road. Boy, oh, boy. That was with my uncle. My uncle was in the other room. He used to smoke reefer. Weed, marijuana, Mary Jane, bud, whatever you want to call it. And I'd sit there and I'd see the little fumes coming out the door. That's probably why I'm crazy today, huh? Anyway. <laughs> and my mother told me, write your Christmas list and pray about it. I said, I, I want a Coleco vision. I want a bicycle. And uh, I got it by God's grace. I thought about it. When you were kids, you wrote a Christmas list. What's the last list you wrote for God? Well, my point is, sometimes we, we, we stop asking because we feel as if we're grown now. But understand that you will always be God's children. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You will always be God's children. Today, we're going to be talking about how the prophet Elisha asked for everything. Wasn't worried about what people thought about him. He asked for everything. Praise God. We'll be teaching from 2 Kings 2. 2 Kings 2. If you don't have your Bible, it'll be on the screen for you. It says this, when the Lord was about to take Elisha up to heaven by the whirlwind, Elisha and Elisha were traveling from Gilgal. Now, notice two different people. Everyone say Elijah and Elisha. Okay, Elijah, he's the main man at the time. Elisha is his apprentice. Verse 2. Now, first, first thing, they're traveling to Gilgal. Everyone say Gilgal. So, okay, so he's used to traveling with them. Verse 2. Elijah said to Elisha, please stay here, for the Lord has sent me to Bethel. But Elijah replied, as the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So they went on down to Bethel. Here's what God told me to tell you. There are times in life where God has connected you for divine appointments. And you allow foolishness to separate you from what God has called you to. Every now and then God will give you a job and you leave. Because you allow people to get on your nerves. Not realizing that God puts you in position. And that was a station God had you at for his purpose. And sometimes we miss our blessing because we're not in the right position because we allow people, places, or things to get on our nerves and then we get out of position. What Elisha understood was as long as he has breath in his body, I know what God told me, I will not leave you. Now, I know in life we have so many fair-weather friends. They say, I got your back, and when you look back, they're gone. But, but Elisha says, I, I'm not going to leave you. So many times I see people miss their blessing because they're not where they're supposed to be. I've, I've been watching the basketball series, and tonight is game seven. Praise God. Ah, we're not going to ask who you want to win. All I know, praise God, I, I was watching when uh, LeBron blocked that boy's shot. Ah, and if you've ever blocked a, blocked a shot before, there's certain words that come out your mouth. Woo! And me and my son were sitting in the living room, and we were talking to each other. Can't say that in church. Uh. But what I saw about that game, I didn't see them miss one alley-oop. Pastor, what is an alley-oop? An alley-oop is when they throw the ball to the rim, you catch it, and you dunk it. 
What I realized also is you realize they never had to talk about the alley-oop. Because, see, they had had so much relationship, they didn't have to call a play. They just, because, see, they knew where everyone was going to be. How many times has God thrown you the ball and you weren't there to dunk it? See, see, God is setting some things up for you, but you're not where you're supposed to be. You miss your blessing because, see, you got out of place. We serve a God of divine appointments, so God has thrown it up. That's when you dunk it good. You, you, you. Can't do that no more, y'all. I can still dunk, but I can't land. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I can still get up, but I can't, I can't, I can't land. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> so here's your, here's your reality, look, family. When God connects you to something, don't allow the enemy to disconnect you from what God's connected you to. You know people leave church because of one person? Well, I ain't finna go. I said, well, what, what happened, sister? Well, I'm offended. I said, well, the Bible says take no offense. Well, I'm, I said, well, you know, sister, go on about some business then. I said, there's many doors. Choose one. Because, see, if you see the water stirred and you see God's moving and you walk away from it, Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 3. Now, this is good. Verse 3. Now, the sons of the prophets were at Bethel and came out to Elijah and said to him, Do you know that the Lord will take your master away from you? He says, Yes, I know, but be quiet. Uh, Jomo vernacular is, I know, shut up. As you get close to your breakthrough, get ready for people to speak against you. <laughs> so now look, Elijah is about to get his breakthrough. Then he has some haters in the background. And you know he's about to leave you. What you going to do then? And he says, I know that. Be quiet. Verse 4, Elisha said to him, Elisha, please stay here. But the Lord has sent me to Jericho, another place. You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. In the meantime, we wanted to let you know that you can hear our current series and many others by logging on to our website at freshwindradio.com. For your gift today of any amount, Dr. Cousins would love to send you his current teaching series entitled How to Hear God. This nine-part series unlocks the secrets to experiencing God's voice in fresh new ways. And it can be yours today. Simply log on to our website at freshwindradio.com and click the donate tab. All of us at Freshwind want to thank you for continuing to give to this listener-supported radio broadcast. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. 
Again, the access code is 101804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. But he says, as long as the Lord lives, and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So they went on to Jericho. The sons of the prophets were there too, and they approached Elisha. Notice they didn't go to Elijah, they went to Elisha. Hey, 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 you know he's about to leave you. How many times, y'all, have you been in a relationship and you had some nagging friends? Most of our relationships are destroyed because you allow people to speak into your life. Do I have any witnesses? And if you allow the wrong people to speak in your life, everything that's good will turn bad. Anybody met that person when it's sunny outside, it's rainy? Anybody met that person when you go to your job with a good spirit and by the time you finish talking to them, you start wondering, do you want to die too? <laughs> I read this story about a brother, man. He saw a man on a bridge want to commit suicide. He pulled over and said, man, don't kill yourself. The man talked, told him a story, and the brother jumped. Don't be in a situation when you allow somebody to make you do something stupid. Amen? I know situations and circumstances are difficult, but understand, as long as you have breath in your body, it could be a good day. And even if the day doesn't work out the way you plan, if I have God, I have joy. Yes, and this is just a momentary light affliction. This too shall pass. God got my back. So you don't let no naggy nanny get on your last nerves. You walk by faith, not by sight. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. My God, my God. Isn't it funny how people will tell you the obvious? You know, this is the problem. Really? Praise the Lord. Thank you. Do you need a prophet to tell me that? So, so these people sit back and just keep on telling Elisha what's about to happen. Verse, verse 5, verse 5, verse 5. The sons of the prophets were in Jericho. Already said that. Uh, already said that. Verse 6. He said, then please stay here, for the Lord has sent me to Jordan. Now, another place, Gilgal, Jericho, now Jordan. But he said, as long as the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So the two of them went on. Notice, Elisha is saying, I got to go somewhere. And Elijah says, I don't care where you got to go, I got you. My God, my God, my God. You have to make up in your mind who you're going to follow. Who you're going to be committed to. Your life is determined by who you submit to, who you serve, who you sow into, and who you sacrifice for. And if, if God is connected to someone or something, don't let stuff separate what God is connected. Amen. Praise God, praise God, praise God. The word commitment is this, the sincere fixative purpose, binding oneself intellectually and emotionally to a course of action. Don't worry, I'm going to repeat it. The sincere fixity of purpose, binding oneself intellectually and emotionally to a course of action. Elisha was committed to the purpose. Many times when I people see people don't walk it out, it's because many times they are not committed to it. Verse 7, verse 7, verse 7. Fifty men of the sons of the prophets also went and stood opposite to watch. Notice they kept on following them and watching. Now they're there. Now, key point you must understand, Psalms 23 and 5 says this. 
that he will, make a, uh, he will prepare a table in the presence of your enemies. Your, the people closest to you, and not all of them, but these prophets here, they're always nosy and nasty. Oh, boy. And they have to be close enough to see it because they want to see it not work out for you. And when it doesn't work out, they got something to say. So these, they say, look what it says. And they sat there and they were watching at a distance. See, they got to be close enough to see and close enough to run their mouth. Praise God. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Praise the Lord. And Elijah took his mantle, coat, and rolled it up and struck the waters. And they were divided this way. And that, so that the two of them crossed over on dry ground. And when they had crossed over, Elijah said to Elisha, ask what I shall do for you before I'm taken. Key point. If Elisha wasn't consistent in being where he was supposed to be, he wouldn't have had the opportunity to ask. Hallelujah, praise the Lord, thank you, Jesus. How many windows have you missed because you were not where you were supposed to be? Opportunities that God had for you that were set up for you, but you just, you just weren't there. That's why you have to understand the Bible says the steps of a good man are ordered by God. God has a plan for you. It's already set up, and you just got to walk by faith and not by sight and not allow anyone to speak against what God has told you. Understand God will tell you things, and you have to be mindful to not allow the people around you to speak negatively on what God has already told you. God told me, Jomo, start a church. I said, but Lord, but Lord, I don't, but Lord, but Lord. And then I start asking for people to, to validate you know, should I be a pastor? Should I be a pastor? And I want to get no feedback. And then my wife came to me and said, Jomo, what did God tell you to do? He said, he told me to start the church. And then she says, are you scared? I said, no, I ain't never scared. <laughs> but I realize now today that many times when you're on the verge of the breakthrough, you, you will have to understand there'll be so many negative voices speaking against what God has called you to. And that's why it's so critical that you're in tune with God. We had a young lady call last week and she said, Pastor, I don't hear God no more. I said, for real? She said, no. I said, when's the last time you've been to church? Pastor, Pastor, why are you like that? I ain't trying to be like nothing. God has never stopped talking. You stop listening. And she said, whoa, I didn't think of it that way. I said, think of it this way. I like sports radio. When, I get, when you get close to my house, you don't get to hear the radio because I'm out in the bush. When I get back to Tampa or Riverview, I hear sports uh, AM 20 really good because I'm close. Could it be that God's voice is fuzzy because you're too far? Could it be that you're not getting a reception because you're not in the right position to hear? I'm in a season of my life, family, where I'm not trying to miss any more shots. I'm trying to catch every alley-oop God throws to me. Amen. I want to catch every touchdown. Amen. Praise God. Nothing worse than dropping a touchdown. I don't want to drop any more touchdowns. I don't want to miss any more alley-oops. Whatever God has for me, I want it. I'm a greedy child. I want everything that he has for me. Praise God. Everything he has, I want it. Amen? And it's yours to have. It's yours. We had a young man, he had to move away. And he said, Pastor, you know, my, uh, my money is funny. My change is strange. I said, okay, been there, done that. He says, uh, I need a loan. I said, okay. I said, have you asked your father? He said, my father has the money, but I'm kind of embarrassed to ask my father. I said, you're embarrassed to ask your father? He said, yeah, I'm embarrassed. You know, I'm a grown man asking my father. I said, I understand what you're talking about. I said, I ask your question. You have two kids, right? He said, yeah, yeah, I got two kids. 
if, if your son came to you and said, Dad, I need help with something, what would you say to him? I said, yeah. He said, I, he said, I said, yeah. I said, now, do you love your son? He said, yeah. He said, do you, I said, do you think your father loves you? He said, yeah. How many times we don't ask because of pride? Understand, he died that you may have life and have life more abundantly. And sometimes we don't ask because we're so prideful. Raise your hand if you know I'm talking to you. You had that pride. You know you need help. No, I'm good. You a lie. You a lie. You a lie. You a lie. How you feeling? I'm great. I'm feeling wonderful. No, you're a lying. You need help. The Bible says pride goes before the fall. And the meek shall inherit the earth. You have not because you ask not. Praise the Lord. Now, look what he hears. I love this part. Praise God. Verse 9, verse 9, verse 9. Look what Elijah does. Ooh, ooh, ooh. He says this. I'm going to start at the beginning. And when they cross over, Elijah said, Elisha, ask what I shall do for you before I am taken. And Elijah says, please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. He didn't ask for the same spirit. He said, I don't want one scoop. I want two scoops. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. When we go to Burger King, I don't really eat beef as much as I used to. And Joma always wants to go to Burger King. I said, what you want, son? You know what I want, daddy. I said, what you want, son? You want a Whopper? He said, no, nah, man. You know what I want, daddy. I want a double Whopper. I said, son, you don't finish it, but that's all right. You got the money? Give me a double. <laughs> if I finish it, I do. If I don't, I don't. It ain't my money anyway. How about this? There's something God has for you, and he says, why don't you ask for double? See, see, we are so complacent, but just asking for just enough. No, baby, I want double. Why? Because if I have double, I can give you a little extra. I can give you a little extra. See, I, we serve a God of more than enough. The Bible says he'll give it to you, press down, shake it together, and that means he's going to give you more than enough. Why do you need more than enough? Because if you just have enough for yourself, you can't help anybody else. So God is saying you need double. You need enough for you, and you can have some extra to help someone else. Y'all ready, church? Repeat after me. Lord, I want double. Come on, Lord, I want double. Double the favor. Double the anointing. Double the breakthroughs. I want double. Double. Uh, <laughs> Elijah wasn't timid. You know how some of y'all are timid? No, I'm good. I took some, uh, <laughs> my, uh, I had a, when I, on Friday I was speaking. I went to the sheriff's office, and then I went to uh, a conference in, uh, at a golf course. And uh, two of the armor bears came with me. I said, let's go eat. <laughs> and and uh, one brother said, uh, oh, Pastor, I heard a story last sermon about people not ordering what they want. I said, Bo- I said man, it's different now. Order. I said, I said, I'm inviting you. Order whatever you want. I'm talking about people that come there and just say, all I want is salad and water. And then you say you're paying for it, and now they want filet mouillon, and they want lobster tail. I said, no, this is different. I'm telling you up front. You with me, you take care of me, let's go eat. 
different categories. It's God. But when's the last time have you asked for something bigger than you thought? Pastor, why don't you ask? Why don't I ask? Let me tell you why you don't ask. Because you feel embarrassed to ask because you don't feel like you qualify to ask. Let's be honest. The reason you don't ask because, you know, Lord, I've made mistakes. I've blown it. I don't really feel like I deserve to ask. You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the Donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio.